unlimited potential. <laughs> hey, everybody, you're listening to the Gone Gaming Podcast. This is episode 49. Today, we'll be chatting about if early access games are going to be the norm, and is Nintendo getting out of the console market? Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Gone Gaming Podcast. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review. For more information, you can also get us at ltdpotential.com. So sit back and relax as we're about to power on. Mortal Kombat 11. I know you're not at all big into that. No, I don't give a fuck. Did you have you seen it though? No. Like the gameplay looks incredible. Yeah. And the collector's edition, which they're calling the uh, oh crap. Where they they promise you a bunch of stuff and then they whatever the collector's edition is called, you get Scorpion's mask. How badass that is? Not that badass. I really want that. But I'm not going to spend the money for it. Can you just get one of those, like, SARS masks and just, like, paint it yellow? <laughs> uh, you know what? You could. No one's it, stopping you. For a fighting game, for Mortal Kombat as a game, mm-hmm. like, the evolution of it, this looks in, like, uh, for Mortal Kombat, this looks incredible for a fighting game. I know you're like a little sour from last time of you know the DLC. Yeah, I think they get the seasons pass, which used to mean you get all the content. That's they why introduced the, the two seasons passes, right? Yeah. Like the yeah yeah yeah. So that yeah that wasn't cool because now a lot of people are doing that. Siege did it, and um, a few other ones I think had like multiple season passes. Mm-hmm. But it does look really good. It and the characters they're finally bringing back some original ones. Baraka's back, which is like a favorite from three. I think Marvel was it in ten. No, no, no. I wasn't. know he's like a kind of like a stage character or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. So he he wasn't playable. Uh, I think Sonya Blade's back. There, Shao Kahn's back. Uh, he was, I think, uh, the Shaka Khan. <laughs> no, not Shaka Khan. I was waiting no. for someone to say it. <laughs> but uh, and I'm interested now because looking at IGN, it says you can customize your fighters. So that's interesting. It's showing for like, how much? I don't know. The link's right there. It's showing. Well, it's a uh, video. I'm not gonna play a video now. Yeah, yeah, it's showing Scorpion with like teeth on his mask. No, but the the actual Scorpion helmet looks unreal. Like it looks really, really cool. Yes, to get those teeth on Scorpion's mask, probably like thirteen ninety nine. So enough about Mortal Kombat. But although it does look pretty cool, um, what I'm actually very interested in playing comes out this Friday, this coming Friday, which is the twenty fifth of January, uh, I believe, is uh, yeah. Re- the Resident Evil Two remake. Yeah. Oh wow, it's coming out already. I thought it was February. I so thought it was February I. too. So yeah. did I. I pre-ordered it. Um, I thought it was February. Because Ashton told us it was in February. It, most likely. Yeah. Because uh, I thought it came out like a week before Anthem, and Anthem's the twenty-second of February. Okay. Well, it, Anthem comes out a week wrong. after like every game this year is coming out because apparently every game is coming out February fifteenth. It's all because of the shift from Red Dead in <laughs> exactly. October, November. I don't have the list in front of me and it wasn't part of, you know, what we're gonna talk about today, but if you actually look up how many games like big titles are coming out February fifteenth, it's a joke. Uh, mm-hmm. and and technically Anthem, if you got the Legion edition or whatever it is, um, or you have access to the EA the pass that they have it you get it early access on february 15th as well like everything is launching that day it's absurd hmm. yeah it's a long weekend is it oh well for us canada yeah least. for us family day where no one's gonna spend yeah, time on the with 18th. the family. the 18th is family day i think <laughs> yeah i know that because my birthday falls that weekend every year yeah so well what's happening actually uh coincidentally right before that is what i did want to talk about today is the dice awards mm-hmm. so dice awards happen every year this year they are happening february 11th to the 13th and they they're... need three days to do an award thing well they, i think they do like conferences and other stuff uh. before so i think the actual shows on the 13th usually it's uh at the end but um they're happening in vegas mm-hmm. and uh so yeah, the Dice Awards are every year. They're actually you know pretty decent. Um, I think they have kind of funny as Game Over Greggy hosting again. Uh, Greg Miller, yeah, he's hosting again. But um, one thing that was interesting when I was looking up the Dice Awards, and this got me thinking, what I wanted to discuss today was, you know, when it comes to these award shows, and you you can almost tie this to anything, whether it's movies, TV, music. But are the nominations and the nominees always deserved, right? And and sometimes when you kind of look at the list, 
you kind of wonder how do these people get here? How do these games get nominated? And my big reason for that is if you actually, you know, if you pull up the Dice Awards and you look at who's nominated, I found it very interesting for online game of the year, specifically that category. Yeah. So online game of the year, you have Destiny 2 specifically Forsaken, which is technically DLC for Destiny 2, if I'm not mistaken, Fortnite, Laser League, Red Dead 2, and Sea of Thieves for online game. So something kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. Where One, where's Call of Duty for online game of the year? Number one, like it's probably one of the best... Um, what the hell battle royale games outside of and Fortnite? It's, and it's the best well yeah pop, popularity i don't know where it ranks on popularity fortnite's obviously number on number one i'm yeah. not sure if it's number two or one up but call of duty it's there always is a perennial top seller yeah and so that's not there so i found that odd secondly sea of thieves not knocking in any way saying it's not a good game but i never really heard of that being super popular for online you know, it's one of those games that uh, that came on, like, it started out weak, and it's mm-hmm. picking up a lot right now. It's getting better, but, yeah, it's not, it's an Xbox exclusive. It's not even multi-platform, yeah. and it's not like Xbox is the leading platform right now, so why is it being... How did that get It's a good game. There? It's a great game, though. Oh, yeah, no, nothing against that. Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2 Online still, you know, really early beta. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it's it's not getting praised at all by anyone playing it. Like, and then again, not saying it's terrible, but no one's saying it's good. Yeah. So you look at this list, and I'm like, how the hell did these things get nominated? Um, and so even focusing a little more, I, I noticed that there's you know beta games on there. There's like what's beta there? Uh, Red Dead Two's on is still beta. Yeah, Fortnite technical Fortnite's still in beta, isn't it? Uh. Yes, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't play it enough, but pretty sure it's still in beta. I don't know if they officially said, "Hey, it's fully released." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. They make so much money off of it, and they have so much resources, and they're always updating it so much that mm. I don't really th- consider that game in beta. Yeah. I think it's just it's out. I think that it's probably like some technicality where they can, you know, constantly add updates without getting repercussions. Like yeah. constantly add and add and they could take something away if they wanted to they have full control when it's in beta because it's like it's not the actual final product so they can do whatever the hell they want with it but I think they're selling the the game they have the they, they only sell the horde mode but mm-hmm. the battle royales have always been yeah, free yeah it's all free yeah, so... Right, like, Fortnite itself was a game before the Battle Royale came. It was that Horde mode, wasn't well, it? Well, I don't know if, if, if the Horde I mode... I thought that was first. I remember when, it first, when I first started hearing about it, Battle Royale was already in there, and that was, like, like I don't know, September 2017? Or okay. 20... No, 2017, yeah. All right. I wonder if they, uh, they just leave it in there because it's funny to them. Right? Like, they know it's not in beta. It's really not in beta. Yeah. With how much content it has and everything. Mm-hmm. That the guys know it says that, and they're just like, yeah, we'll leave it in there. Because I think PUBG just recently came out of beta, I think. And that was nominated last year. And yeah. PUBG was a beta at that time. So, like... If you want the recognition, you're saying go with beta. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So Why isn't, like, a of... game like League of Legends up there? It's an online game. I think it's uh, when it's nominated one year. I don't think they like bringing games back unless they've changed something significantly. That 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 you know that's that's why point. Destiny has their expansion. It's not Destiny Two. It's the Forsaken. Whatever. And that and that's kind of my point, right? When you look at this, and I'm trying to think about award shows, like should betas or unfinished games be nominated, be able to get nominations and be recognized? Like nothing to take away that they're not good games, but they're not finished. And you have games yeah. that are completed. Yeah. And they're not nominated. Like well, maybe to, they're to just that not point, that good. Well, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess you want to be popular because, like, no one wants to watch an award show with, like, games that nobody plays. Do they even stream the Dice Awards? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. I've never watched them. I don't know why. Every time I hear Dice Awards, I think of the studio that made Battlefront. I do, too. Oh, yeah, and you feel good about that, don't you? I just think no, of the I, best guys that play Dice throughout I, the season. <laughs> I saw it was a very biased group of people that always selected any game made by DICE. <laughs> so, like, Battlefront 2 wins the most customer-friendly game of the year. <laughs> so, you know, looking at this, I, I thought it was interesting about betas, uh, you know, uh, really unfinished games. Like, Destiny 2, again, to your point, Forsaken is nominated. Forsaken was DLC. 
So, like, Destiny 2 itself wasn't good enough multiplayer to be nominated until Forsaken came out. Mm -hmm. uh, and now that's what's nominated. You have Red Dead 2, again, it's, it, you know, the the online's not, it's I, not fleshed out. But then COD doesn't get nominated. COD with a fully, like, multiplayer, <laughs> like, you know, Battle Royale, the, you know, Team Deathmatch, all the different game modes. We're also very biased. With the zombie. No, but think about it, though. How much stuff you get multiplayer-wise? It was one of the top-selling games of, of 2018. Yeah, Fortnite. So had, how what, does that not get nominated? And Fortnite has one mode two modes maybe if you want like just battle battle royale yeah versus it's so good i'm not saying it's bad that that's why i i don't know i'm playing devil's advocate yeah 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 stop you're well, not being a good devil well like, i don't have the answers for this like <laughs> well see if thieves like i know we're ripping it but it's very unique i've never played a game like that where i just decide i'm gonna go online with some friends and we're gonna sail around find treasure and then fight other pirates and try to steal their treasure yeah but apparently now there's something wrong with a game where PC players are able to do like double shot, and not until like early February they're not gonna have the fix until like a few weeks from now. Oh really? Yeah. So you like equip a sniper and another gun. I'm not sure exactly the combo. I just heard of it from my friends who I'm like wondering why they're not playing it anymore, and they told me why. See, the goddamn PC players. So you basically you shoot with like the the sniper, and then you like. As you switch the gun, which you can do in like a split second, you can shoot with the other gun. So you can get like a double shot off, which in that game, you get hit with two bullets, you're probably dying, especially one of them being a sniper. Okay. But Sneaky. You know what? I'll tell you, that terrible launch of that game mm -hmm. did wonders for that game. Like, really? How so? They added so much to it. So I think, I, I think initially there was the Kraken. So which okay. is... Yeah, it was just really hard to find or something Hard to like find. That. And then uh, I haven't played in a while, and then I just my friends are playing, and I'm like, okay, I'll jump on. So in like an hour and a half or two hour session, we killed a, a kraken, we killed a megalodon, and it's awesome. You see the megalodon like running around. We went to some like volcanic islands which were never there, so they added new islands coming in. We did we like did a, some sort of pirate fort, mm -hmm. which was like a, a longer battle with like computer pirates, but it was like there's so much more to do in it now. And so they could have only gone up, is what you're saying. Basically, yeah. The game was, was pretty so bad low. initially. It was so slow-paced. It was like you just enjoyed sailing, then you'd like the game. But other than that... A sailing simulator. But So even you talk about Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves being nominated for multiplayer didn't get good till it, it got updated. Well, but the update came last year. And yeah, at the time I, of the... The original game itself... Yeah. Wasn't good yet. Now you get updates and it's like, oh, it's great. Let's nominate. Like, is that? It's funny because I used to be like the the kiss of death. If you came out with a bad game, it was just like it was done at that point. Right. But now they seem to be a lot more forgiving. So what do you, what do you guys think about you know these nominations? Like, if you, if you were going to nominate a game, do you think it's right that these unfinished uh, or these betas or uh, you know DLC is what makes a game good? Do you do you feel that these games should be nominated? Should they be recognized? I mean, if a lot of people are playing them, then yes. Like, how could you not have Fortnite, even if it says it's beta, which I don't think it is, mm -hmm. not be nominated when it is captured the zeitgeist? It's the it's the game. Yeah, look at how much it changes, too. It's so quick with updates. Like, mm -hmm. Call of Duty, we got, like, a fall update in December. So the, the leaves are turning when we're already getting snow. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. When you look at Fortnite before Christmas, they even had like Santa Claus like coming, like a, a nice animation, and they had like ice cover part of the map. And dude, they're I quick. Don't, I don't like Fortnite. I just don't like the building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I have a buddy who plays it religiously, mm -hmm. um, and I watch him play it. Dude, the game's great. Yeah. Like, flying the plane is so cool. There's so many things that they added to it. Yeah, when they didn't have the vehicles, that was another thing that pissed me off. Like, there's so much to that game now. Yeah. From when it first came out. Like, it's unreal. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's not my style. Like, I, I think the shooting is a lot tighter in Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'd rather play Blackout. But, no, it's... If you, if you enjoy the gameplay of that game... Epic, it's Epic, right? Epic supports that game really well. Yeah. So uh, I could see why it's nominated. It's not really a beta. It's just it's almost like a, it's just there, but it doesn't really mean anything. Right. Um, what else? The, the Destiny 2 DLC. Destiny's DLCs have always been big, mm -hmm. big DLCs. So it's not like a small 
like eight hour thing. It's it's right. massive these updates. So and it's you look at that like World of Warcraft when those games would have those expansions, right? They're just adding a whole new layer to the game mm-hmm. that's already out. Like WoW's had so many expansions and some oh, yeah. of them have been incredible, right? Yeah. So how, and if it's bringing a lot of players and the expansion's really good. It's an online thing. How do you not nominate it? It just, it, just, it is weird though that Call of Duty isn't on there. Yeah, and it's not me trying to you know beat the drum for COD. It's just looking at that list. I don't know much about Laser League, so I can't pick on it at all. Maybe but, it's the new Rocket League. But it's like Red Dead Two again. I haven't heard any like great things about it. Forsaken, Destiny. Yeah, people like it, but it's DLC that's getting nominated. Sea of Thieves, sure, got good after this time. Like how is how is, is multiplayer one of the most that bad right multiplayer now? I don't I don't agree game. with Red Dead though. I don't agree the Red Dead's the bad one there. Yeah. Out of all those Red Dead that And it just came out. Like they like for it, it, it I think it's been out the the multiplayer for a month maybe, month and a half, if that, and it's I, that's nominated. Is for it good? Is like maybe it's incredible that I'm missing out. Like I I haven't heard it and haven't seen anything any write-ups saying it's that good. I'm sure people enjoy it, but it's not Grand Theft Auto level no, at all. No. And even the Battle Royale system, that just got released, I think, last week, if not two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people are already saying, like, it's it's not great uh, at yeah. all. No, the, I don't play... The thing is, when you're playing online multiplayer games, especially when, when you're killing other people, I need, like, tighter controls. Oh, yeah. And Red Dead isn't... Like, even Grand Theft Auto, we played more just to mess with each other. Oh, yeah. The yeah. funniest part about GTA was when you would take the easy way out and just kill yourself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no. specifically. That's no, specifically we we at. would go private lobbies. Just yeah, oh, yeah. the you know the four friends of ours. You know, maybe five if Gary joined. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was it was just causing mayhem between us. We didn't care to play other people because like the controls weren't great. No, you couldn't aim properly. Like that game had it worked in single player because you can lock on to people, which apparently you can do in Red Dead. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah. The uh, auto lock is there. I don't like that. So it's like I don't know. It's. The the whole thing with these nominations led me to, you know, thinking about a few things. And that was one of them. Like, I, in my opinion, like, there's so many games out there that are fully fleshed out, that are developed. Like, those should be nominated, personally. That, that's just kind of my take. But then it got me thinking about something else that uh, it's been happening a lot more recently. And I'm kind of curious what you guys think about... Um, kind of like early access games becoming the norm now, right? And what I mean by that is you look at all these different beta forms, early access, Fortnite, PUBG, Red Dead 2 Online, Sea of Thieves, not not so much early access, but Sea of Thieves, like you said, wasn't good at all until the updates came out, which yeah. to me means the game was unfinished when it came out. They finally yeah, got no, the updates I, I, and got yeah, good. A lot of people believe that it wasn't done. And then you got probably the biggest one now is Fallout 76, like as an early access game oh that game like that's just getting destroyed right now like how did that even come out uh the fallout franchise honestly when i go back to last generation i think of a few games that stood out and it was like it was kind of game changing like bioshock one Mm -hmm. uh mass effect i enjoyed those and and fallout 3 and then i liked fallout new vegas as well some people say it's the best one um I still like Fallout 3 the best out of them. And Fallout 4 I enjoyed, and then they come out with that. A lot of people who, who like Fallout, it's tough to defend what they did with 76. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was buggy. It didn't look any better than Fallout 4. Like, I don't know. I see like a bunch of theories on the internet. I'm not going to like say they're true, but they're basically saying Bethesda's just trying to milk that engine as much as they can. Really? Yeah. Well, that's just theories, though, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's what I'm finding now, and I'm scared more for the future. And this isn't going to be every studio, but it almost seems like it's okay. It's okay now to release early access games, to release games that aren't done, just to fit the release window. Mm-hmm. And we got to get our new game out, so let's put it out there. Yeah. Um, and hope for the best with updates sort of thing. And I, just, I don't know. I think that's incredibly wrong. Uh, and I, I'm, it, the scary thing is it's happening more and more where updates will fix games and make them better. The DLC makes the games better, and that's not how games should be. Like, no. God of War as a whole, and I'm so glad that one game of the year mm. uh, was a, a finished, a completely finished game. 
And sure, it might have you know a few bugs here and there, and will require just the normal updates. But you that can come play out. the game and beat it. But it right was a for... fully fleshed out game. No DLCs coming yeah. out for it, and you don't. Need Actually, it. there were supposed to be, wasn't there? I, I don't know. Why there's like realms you can't access and all that stuff in the main room. That could be f- leading to like if they do another one, right? Yeah. But if, you know, like that's a fully finished game. Um, well, I'd hope so. It's a story game. It's a story-driven yeah. game. A lot of the early access stuff are online. It looks so, like you know more online multiplayer. And the weird one was We Happy Few, mm-hmm. where that one had uh, early access, and it was like <laughs> almost like a a horde or survival game or whatever it was. And uh, I never played it. I don't know much about it. I'm so mad because I bought it. And I'm like, I'll play it sometime, and then I see it's on Xbox Game Pass right now. I'm oh, like, really? Yeah. I'm like, mother. <laughs> I spent like forty bucks on that fucking game. <clears throat> Digitally or yeah, on oh, okay. Steam. I have it on Steam. You should just start a new system for you, Luca. If you're not gonna play the game right away, don't buy it because it'll probably come out on one of the services you. Pay I'm for. actually stopping a, a lot of game purchases because I gotta beat some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you got a good list. I, I'm almost through Spider-Man. Nice. And I'm on chapter three of Red Dead. I think that's the last <laughs> chapter. You have so long to go. <laughs> oh my you god. Have so long to go. Uh, that's gonna be throughout the year. <laughs> oh yeah. I give up yeah i know but. i can't be I, I can't sit that long on a story game i really I get taken breath out of, of the wild i i really want it yes, yeah but you. hold on breath of the wild i beat pretty much it quicker i just did a lot of exploring mm-hmm. either after i beat it beat the story or all i had was the one last thing to do and then i did the exploring which you could do in red dead yeah you could yeah. so martin did it yeah he kind of he just powered through the story. Although he said mm-hmm. he put a lot of time into that game. I really want to talk about that on this, you know, in this environment. We're but you there. you need to. We're getting there. We're getting there. You need to get past it. So I don't know. Do you guys think that is this? Are we going to see more of this? Are we going to see more early access games? Yeah. And especially out? especially with like Steam being out there and people can publish these pre-release games and like that's how PUBG came to console because it's so popular on PC that they they're like. Remember Xbox's E3 conference? They showed the guy getting hit with a frying pan, and people mm-hmm. were like, oh, PUBG's coming to Xbox, and yeah. they lost their shit. That game was pre-release. It was beta, and people want it. So if a game gets popular enough on Steam or on PC, it's going to come to consoles. And if early access helps them make the best product and get it towards the best version of itself, then, yeah, why not? But and I don't know. Ultimately, I think they're happy when they like get enough success. Like, oh, well, we're going to make this money anyways. Like, we're, we weren't planning to make this much anyway right, so we don't need to care anymore the early access stuff are probably cheaper like fortnite's free warframe's free those kind of games that come out early access PUBG was only like 20 bucks at one point like 30 yeah it, it as it went on long it went up to 30 no i think it was just like a u.s like 20 something and like canadian was like 30. right so if you're paying only that much for a game that's getting supported and it had that big of a that's the thing. following it's not that bad yeah, it's, it's, not not like it's supported, though. It's, some of these companies might just take that money. Because I, I see some reviews for games that were in, you know, the pre-release. Like, this game has been in pre-release for three, four years now. Like, where the fuck's the game? Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. So but, that's that's a gamble you take when you buy right. early access. But I'd rather take the early access and pay, like, 20, 30 bucks and the game not be good than spend almost, like, $100 Canadian get a game that's supposed to be fully fleshed out yeah. and it being bare bones so kind of like sea of thieves and what happened with that yeah yeah so at what point does it make it okay for these early access beta games like you know fortnite's free so you can't be mad at that PUBG, no PUBG had to pay, no, you for, had to pay for that yeah yeah so fortnite was free you know but you look at fallout 76 and not to pick mm-hmm. on that it's just kind of the biggest one right now that it, was a full price that was game full price yeah that was 80 dollars canadian unless you got it you know or uh e3 sale um and you pay 80 bucks for this game and it's it's not complete it's not a complete game no no that's and then even they screwed their customers even more with that bag that they showed (laughs) yeah it was that specific material is supposed to be that canvas material yeah and then they had some nylon with printed canvas it's like the people who spend 150 180 dollars on your damn collector's edition you're screwing them yeah, yeah, it's so. What are you guys comfortable paying for, like an early access game? Like, should it just be free? Should they, should you be char- like charged at all for it? It depends how early access it is. I mean, do they have in-game purchases? Yeah, there's some things that need to go into it. A game like PUBG, I don't know, twenty bucks, I think's fine, especially at the time, how far along it was, and how 
they were constantly updating it. Uh, but yeah, I'd say like no more than 20. Yeah, I think We Happy Few was like an $80 game and I got it for like probably like 36 something or whatever. Right. It was like, like high 30s. So I think it was a little much, but... Do you think Fortnite would be as big as it is if it wasn't free? No. Probably not. I think being free makes it really easy. Because, like, one friend's playing it, and it's like, get it, it's free. It's so much easier saying, it's like, I'll get it, it's 20 bucks. I Mm -hmm. don't have 20 bucks, you know? And then I'll have all the in-game content. Yeah, well, it's it's like, you play, it's like, oh, shit, I got these shitty skins. This guy's got, like, these cool skins, I'm going to buy it. It was was perfect. They did such a good job with it. Hmm. And it was cartoony and marketable to kids. Yeah. Now they have toys for Fortnite and yeah. there's probably going to be like Lego sets at some point. And they're going to get sued for copying all these dances. <clears throat> that's that's a big trend right now. Uh, companies getting sued, like video game companies. That's It's really big right now. Yeah, because they're stealing stuff that's probably got some sort of you know, trademark or something to it. Well, I don't know if the uh, Backpack Kid trademarked his floss dance at that time. Yeah, yeah. Like, but the Carlton... I, I don't know if that was trademarked, but that's surprised. Yeah, like I like I know the he Carlton's was looking to trademark be... it, but I think it was just known that it's been on Fresh Prince. It's that's his signature dance, but uh that one's interesting. If anyone's gonna win, I wonder if like I, I wouldn't have, be have surprised. People won? <clears throat> they said all out of court? No, I said I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing like studios, like movie studios start suing Fortnite if they start taking dances like the Jean Claude Van Damme dance. <laughs> Yeah, this movie I, studio that booked it, like. Well, I think that they changed it enough in in uh in Call of Duty because I watched the video of the, the dance and it's close, but it's not the same. So you can make an argument for it not being the same. Although I wouldn't be surprised if movies like or studios promote their content with a dance. Right. So like, let's say there's some sort of, you know, movie that features like a dance, like a Disney thing or something. They want it in the game they'll probably give it to them for free it's like advertising well didn't uh cod world war Two didn't have so- that like uh, something from conan in that one yeah, yeah. it is no not or world war Two. black ops three, three. black, oh, ops, black three. ops three they had the conan o'brien like the string thing where he does that okay i think it actually it was called string theory the uh yeah. the dance <laughs> yeah you played that game too much so you remember that yeah i did yeah <laughs> yes you did he I openly did. stared at luca for anyone that can't see him stared his eyes opened and he looked through me yeah in that moment and said it with such conviction yeah well it's like, like shell shock over this you know you know shell shock like when people like have flashbacks when they're in war yeah ptsd <laughs> yeah whenever i close in. my eyes i see black ops 3 you sliding, jumping, boosting, grappling. And I see Ruin with Headshots. his damn spike grenades coming in and <laughs> killing me on my fourth kill out of my five for the bloodthirsty. Trying to get the the diamond camo or the dark I matter camo. I might need we, to speak to a professional. I know Probably. we bring this up, and I'm sure in our past episodes, but was that not the game that Martin would throw the smoke screens when you're going for your that your that was part of that was the challenge of the game. It wasn't the actual challenges <laughs> itself. It's the assholes around the challenge. And those assholes being your closest friends. I wouldn't say closest or teammates. Uh, yeah. Friends. <laughs> Use the <laughs> word close. <laughs> no, I think closest acquaintances. Oh man. So yeah, you know what? I I hope it's not the way things go. Um, you know what though? Let's be real. There's way too many games to play. This there are so many ways to make games right now. Anyone can be a game developer if they really wanted to. Um, obviously, yeah. the quality would vary uh, immensely between person to person, but. I have I'm I have no shortage of games I want to play. That is true. That is like, true. So do would do whatever you want. It, it's I, not gonna I, affect you. I have a big library of games I'll catch up on if you release shit. Well, please please try not to. That's that's all I can say. Um, no, you know what? It's uh, I'm I'm glad we kind of talked about it. It's something that I I just see it happening now, and it's to the point where things are getting nominated, right? That aren't even either complete or needed help from dlc to get good and i just that's that's to me not right i don't know there's so many other games out to your point there's so many other games out there that Mm -hmm. should be recognized that aren't and like that's why i appreciate a rockstar game because they make a fuck ton of money and they're Mm going to find ways to make money but they never shortchange you on single player content which is the whole thing the the topic of conversation uh before like five years ago is are single player games dead yeah, I that's what that. the conversation <laughs> was before. Yeah, and you know, Sony's made a great effort on the PlayStation Four to mm-hmm. 
to go with the single player story games and rockstar always pushes top quality whether you like it or not too much detail or not but at least they're, i'd rather too much detail than too short you know yeah so no it's true um something i wanted to bring up as well i think that a little bit of a what we'd call a hot take oh changing gears uh piggybacking off of our conversation last week um episode 48 about mm-hmm. uh you know the new systems coming out what's mm-hmm. what's going to happen in 2019 um there was an article that was translated so it was an article from uh you know fortune.com yeah i don't know how credible they are for video game news but they put up something that was translated by a mm-hmm. nintendo fan site called uh, nintendo everything and it was nintendo's president uh i'm gonna butcher this shintaro furukawa did an, inter- did an interview locally where he was talking about uh, does Nintendo stand a chance in kind of the console market? Hmm. And where he believes that at some point in the near future that uh, they're going to be out of the console game. Yeah. And you know what? Thinking about this, and I've, yeah, listening to these podcasts, I've kind of been the anti-nintendo guy and and for reasons you know i i do think you know i stand by yeah. it. nintendo hates you i, I really do you know, um, nintendo reminds me a lot of this other company you really like uh, yeah starts with an a ends with a pull <laughs> oh apple that's the yeah, one yeah um you, but you say nintendo hates you i'll admit they charge for so many accessories they will find anything to accessorize or not include accessories yeah that, <laughs> AKA uh, a la my Nintendo 3DS Majora's Mask without a charger. Yeah. So, um, but you know what? And thinking about what's coming out next year, and I think I talked about with Aiden on a previous pod. I did actually, when you guys, uh, you both weren't around, uh, Aiden and I did a podcast where, you know, we're looking at uh, E3 being Sony-less. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, you know what's funny? Even though uh, Sony's not going to be at E3 this year, I don't th- I really think that the other consoles still have a hard time matching to what Sony's putting out this year. When you think about what's like what's that we know of what's Days coming. Days Gone out. is I think end of April. Yeah, so we talked about it on last episode potentially Days Gone, you know, Last of Us, we still have Death Stranding, that's a question mark. Uh like these are massive massive games still coming out for PlayStation. Yeah. And, uh, Xbox, you know, outside of a Forza the, the new Forza 8, well, maybe. Crackdown. crackdown 3, which, you well, who know, knows? been pushed. Who knows? Is that going to be good? Who knows? Um, well, the only reason why they pushed it was they wanted to... They could have released it last year, yeah. but they want to make sure it's not going to see if thieves it. But, you know, Xbox has been doing a lot of things to correct the future, which is great, but yeah, nothing that's going to happen this year. They're... they're um, what was that beef, man? Their uh, their plan can't be fixed in a in a year. That's no. a long term. That, that is that is everything you heard play. about all those studios is a long term play. Then you have but Nintendo. I'm just trying to figure out why Ashton when we're, when he wants to talk about Nintendo always goes to Sony. <laughs> I'll get there. Always goes to Sony. But but then you have Nintendo again. We we talked about what are they bringing out for next year? You know, potentially uh, Metroid. Still not sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe a Mario Kart, but that hasn't been there's announced. Been a, there's a Yoshi game coming out, I think, a, a year A Yoshi earlier. game. Like, that's not a lot. That's three games. Um, there's Fire Emblem. Enough. Fire Emblem? Okay, so that's... Kirby. There's I gonna... thought Kirby was out uh, this year. I thought Kirby came oh, out. Oh, sorry. Right. We're talking about this? No, no. Or, sorry, 2018. Man, it's already 2018. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm getting behind. So, you know, in, in thinking about that with Nintendo... Do you guys think that they're they're going to be better off without a console? I think that I don't think that they're competing at all right now. The only reason that I see Nintendo doing well is because they've they've capitalized the handheld market oh. and they're giving you a full fledged console finally, you know, handheld. And that's what's selling it, I think, a lot for a lot of people. I know a full Mario game, traded, uh... Zelda game on the go, like you're in. When people say what console to buy right now, I have to recommend Nintendo right now to buy. You want to know why? Because why am I going to tell you to get a PlayStation if there's a possibility this year or next year? Very likely by next year, there's going to be a new PlayStation. Why am I going to tell you to get a console that's only a year and a half, has a year and a half left before the successor comes? Mm-hmm. Same with Xbox. So like my friend, I was talking to a guy, we went on a road trip and uh, a friend of mine's like, gosh, he didn't get a new new console this generation. He's like, what should I get? I'm like... You're a Nintendo guy. He's always been a Nintendo guy, but he does like 
like NBA 2K and all that stuff. So you're not going to play that really on Nintendo. But they have it. And they do have play it. it. And it's they do have it, yeah. playable. It's exactly. not like it's bad. Yeah. But if you want the best experience for someone who, like, every time he sees it played on, like, the PlayStation or Xbox, his, his mind is blown, you know, won't be as impressive on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told him, like, you like Nintendo. There's new PS5s coming out soon. Xbox, whatever that's going to be called is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. You're better off going with the Nintendo right now. Yeah. Because at least you're going to have a lot more support over time. And probably one of the best games. He's a Zelda fan as well. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild's there. Yeah. But, like, for me, I think if this is the way Nintendo's going, I think it's the smartest thing they'll ever do. I, I would be extremely happy if Nintendo made just games and didn't make hardware because that's one console. I don't console. want them to be just a phone game maker. Not no, phone no, no, no. Like software, though. So, okay, like, think about, and I know this is where Luca was going with it, is you have a PlayStation 5 and the Xbox or whatever, and you can play Mario on it. I don't, I don't know. I don't see them ever getting another console game. I think he's just, he's saying, yeah. like, it's a possibility. And... I think they're going to go handheld. Um, but that's the thing. Like, instead of handheld, these phones are more than capable. Nintendo knows how to work with weaker hardware. They've been yeah. doing it for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And as much as people are like, oh, these phones deliver console-like graphics. Console-like is such a loosely used term. Switch-like graphics? Do they want to change it to that? <laughs> Not even. So it's probably can't even handle Switch. It's probably like Wii graphics. I don't know. I just, I don't see them ever I don't see it, but it. I'd like it. You you wouldn't like that? Um, One less console to buy. That's the way I, I look at I, it. I get that. I just, I I don't. I can't see it. I think that's my thing. I just no, I don't I know. know if I could ever see Mario not being on a Nintendo platform. But they, I think they look... And licensing it off to Sony, Xbox, or some, somebody he's, else. He's on an iPhone. He's on an Android store. Yeah, yeah and look at the money. That's a, Mario. That's a Mario game, but, but it's not a Mario Mario But the game. thing is, Nintendo has to make software to sell their hardware. And they, and they mm-hmm. have to make really good software for people to buy it. So if they're going to make really good software... You don't have to make the hardware because it's already out there. Why are you making the hardware? Yeah. I guess it's just because they know they can make some money off of it. Yeah. but the, I, I think, don't know. I don't know. I know, I I know, I know what you're Nintendo. saying. It's just I can't see them not doing it. Like, they're a staple. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, right? there's a point where Sega was a staple, too. But are their consoles a staple now, or is it the games? The games are stable. Mario is no, not, not, not the, not the consoles. Their, their games sell their hardware. Yeah. I get it. But right? when you, so I think feels, that's what they're always going to do. Like, when you think of playing Mario 64, I don't think of, like, the thought of pl- playing it on a, a dual analog, like Xbox or PlayStation. I feel like the Nintendo 64 controller I need. Yeah. Um, but I think that'll be that's something that will overcome pretty quickly, though. I think so. When you think of Nintendo, uh, at least for me, like I think of the software, I think of the games, I think of the mascots they have. I never think of this, the consoles they're on, at least not anymore. The Switch is, to be honest, is a great system. I don't know. I think of this the innovation that Nintendo's used through their consoles and how much they pushed forward with other things, right? Like motion control became a thing because Nintendo, the wireless controller because of Nintendo. Yeah. I felt like there's a lot more room in the past to innovate. I don't think there's too much more like, well, they just dropped a console that is a handheld and a home portal, like system. Like that's innovating. That's something different. They went somewhere different again but once again that that what they did also had the limitation right it's graphically probably not as good as or maybe it's like ps3 maybe even ps3 ps uh, xbox 360 level the graphics right yeah um so they they take a hit but yeah no they're smart they do innovate i can't say they don't but i feel like all the future innovations involve a lot of high-tech shit which Mm -hmm. nintendo might it might be over their heads it's got like you need nvidia like ray tracing with NVIDIA, it's, the shit they're doing. Absolutely, I can't defend that. But yeah. the thing I can say to counter what you're going to say, and I'm, I don't disagree with what no, you're no. saying, um, you do have to look at who's buying their systems who's like, and who they're marketing it to yeah. a lot of the time. Uh, a big thing is, and we have a friend who is thinking about getting rid of his PlayStation for... A he Nintendo did. Switch. He did it already. He did it. See, he That's did it already. Terrible right? decision. No, he actually loves it. Terrible decision. He, he, he's going to regret it. No, he's been playing Pokemon <laughs> till like three in the morning. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to regret it. No, because some people don't have the time to put in the to the games that are on the PlayStation. And Nintendo makes very 
simple, easy to pick up and just play when you have a couple hours. Yeah, but the thing is, if I have a, he wouldn't have had to trade in this PlayStation 4 if the game was on a PlayStation 4. Pokemon mm-hmm. was on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. Right. I get that, but yeah. look at Nintendo, though. You could just argue, well, because you wanted to play these type of games, guess what? They just got hardware. There was something, though, like a benefit of the Switch was he didn't have to stay in the living room. He was able to go up mm-hmm. to bed, and, like, he's got a couple kids, so if he, the kid wakes up, he can wait. You know, he's right there. He doesn't have to yeah. climb up the stairs when he's tired and all that. So, yeah, he's using the Switch to for what it's meant to be done, like, mobile gaming yeah so you know and you you guys make valid points so i want to kind of throw this out there um playing devil's advocate as matt says uh if we look at the future of gaming and where it's going what microsoft is investing in with sony will i think actually they have um a job posting out for something that has to do with uh streaming and finding who's that sony Sony. yeah yeah. where Hmm. it's like uh finding uh ways to improve uh, latency and and data transfers yeah. and streaming. So the future of gaming as it stands in 2019, you know, early mm-hmm. 2019 is going to be streaming. Yeah. So how good is Nintendo's online service? Because right now, from what I hear, it's shite. Like, Matt, does Nintendo stand? A, account of... Do they stand a chance in in the future of gaming, which right now is going to streaming? I don't think handhelds really are going to be able to support it. I don't know, but Google has this streaming thing that they're talking about with games where they're, you're going to be able to stream like your And in games. Chrome. You can, yeah. yeah. Chrome. Assassin's Creed was yeah, being streamed, and it's, but that, again, that's PC. That was on, yeah, but anything that has Chrome. Yeah, so they were looking at even your phone saying that you'd oh, be able really? to play like your PlayStation off of a bunch of different devices. Well, I think that, that's an AMD. That's at the AMD uh, conference. Yeah, I don't know much yes. about it, but mm-hmm. my brother had mentioned it, so I don't know. Maybe there is a chance Nintendo can work with somebody else. I'll tell you right now. I think the smartest thing, and I don't think Nintendo would do it, and I, I really think Microsoft would if they merge to make a console. Nintendo will have their own accessories for their specific games. Okay, like sell the accessories on the side. Maybe let Microsoft take the hardware, but like Nintendo will have its own officially licensed accessories because Xbox has a tough time selling in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Tough time. If they can get their numbers up and Nintendo, like imagine, I I, I think everyone would buy the Xbox, the Nintendo Xbox console. Right. Like you'd, that, like it would give PlayStation a run. Like if PlayStation dominates the next generation, I could see the generation following that. I don't see it happening. But if, if PlayStation murders the next generation again, mm-hmm. I think so. Um, Microsoft and Nintendo are gonna have to do something drastic. It's just I don't know. It's so weird to think about it. But just like Nintendo, think outside the box, Matt. The, Nintendo's it's like a huge multimedia fucking yeah industry like corporation i should say not industry corporation like they've licensed out to universal they're gonna have their own nintendo land like no other game franchise or company has that reach and that pull i agree but it's like when you look so at... it's so tough to see that yeah but i look at it as it's not like they're they're gone they're still yeah. their own company it's kind of like toyota and and subaru not owned by the same person they decided we're going to make a car together which was the brz yeah the 86 or they had the Scion, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what it's called, but they made their own vehicle together, right? So I don't know. I think it's a win-win for both of them. It's it's funny. If you look at statistics and you look at numbers, uh, you're talking about Nintendo merging as it would be like a, a great... It would just be, yeah, it'd be a partnership a on a console. The, the ideal one, which would make sense, is Sony because you have... You know, right now, Sony's got, what, 80 million, nine, coming to almost to 100 oh, million consoles. Yeah. So to getting your software out and even accessories, Sony's the, the surefire win over Microsoft. Now, the funny part is, if anyone recalls many, many, many years ago, well, Sony and the Nintendo. PlayStation was supposed to be, <laughs> supposed to be a Nintendo. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so I wonder now, and you look Nintendo at... Nintendo didn't believe in loading on CDs. That's why they didn't go with it. Crazy, right? Um, and then you have Sony now crushing today. We'll see what the future brings, uh, where they'll probably be like, we don't need you, right? So that, it, it's, it's yeah, funny. Yeah, because the thing is, Nintendo would want a lot if they were to merge, and Sony would yeah. be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it would make a lot of sense for those two guys to partner up. When no, you have it would the be nice. Base. It would be nice for it. For... Yeah. 
you got the install base already there, yeah. um, which is going to be huge for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it just, the sales will be there. It, it, it would be the perfect almost partnership to do. The only problem is Nintendo would want a lot and Sony wouldn't be willing to do it. But realistically, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, red tape and baggage when it comes yeah. to those two companies where I don't see a merger, a merger happening, but I absolutely would see a Nintendo game coming out on, on Sony, on, on PlayStation and on Xbox. I wouldn't be exclusive, right? But yeah. I, I could see. No, Nintendo, if they're going to the go software into software, going. it's going to be it's going to be Xbox, uh, PlayStation, and probably PC. I could see that because people are already emulating their games all over yeah. PC. So, <laughs> I I do wonder with him saying that you know uh, the, the president of Nintendo, if it's because of you know the potential future, just a downloadable streaming future. That I don't think I really don't see Nintendo doing something that's going to keep up. I yeah. really don't. That'd be interesting if they went that route, where I they don't it's... release a console and it's just they released a streaming service. Yeah. Hmm. They can play on another streaming box, any streaming box, or it'd yeah. be a Nintendo streaming box. It'd be probably if they were yeah. smart, they'd probably do like a Nintendo streaming box, and you got to buy a wireless controller. It'll yeah. look and like the an two NES. Won't come together, <laughs> you can buy. You can buy a network adapter so you can connect to the internet. Yeah. It's like the whole point of it is to connect to the internet. <laughs> It'll look like an NES, and then the next year it'll look like an SNES, and the year after that it'll Then Nintendo's going to get a new president, and they're going to start whoring out their software, and it'd be like, you can get a Nest, and every time someone rings a doorbell, it's like Mario's voice. <laughs> Just says, it's me, Mario, or something. That'll be amazing. Yeah. That'll be amazing. I, I, think, I think this is a wishful thinking article, though, to be honest with you. Nintendo going to software. Matt is right. It's, it's hard to see. Really? Uh, honestly, I don't think it's that hard. Like I like, hey, you guys know how strong I feel about how, how you know. Again, don't no, get me no, wrong. No. The Switch I, is doing. I could see fantastic. it, and it looks great. But to think of Nintendo to just step aside and be like, oh, let's just focus on software. They, they mm. know their softwares are so popular and they're so strong that yeah. it's it literally sells them hardware. So they could just make hardware for the sake of making hardware because their software will sell the hardware. The Switch is doing okay, I think, sales-wise. It is it's doing, doing well. very well. Yeah, very it's doing well. Yeah, it, that's my biggest th- kind of beef or gripe with Nintendo, and I love their games. They they make, like, their staple games are fantastic. It's just they're, they're not, they're nowhere close to where we are in, in, in video games in terms of technology and it, it's just a bummer because that's what they do. That's their MO. And it's like, we're just going to make games our way that run on our systems. And, you know, Christ, the Switch costs more than a PS4 right now. And it's it's nowhere close in terms of power and capabilities, let alone games that you can get on it. Uh, so it's like they, they cater just to them and their market. And it's like, man... I said it. I've said it before. Like, how crazy would Breath of the Wild yes. would look on a PS4 and Xbox One X? Even if they didn't upgrade the graphics, the fact that it's available on those consoles—that's an extra what, 40 million uh, Xboxes, roughly 80 something million. Call it almost 100 million PS4s. Yeah. So you, you got 100, <laughs> 130 to 140 uh, million more people that might buy it. And well, let's why say don't out of you them, want that? That's, they're gonna triple because right now it says 7.6 million sold or 7.8 for uh, worldwide for units shipped or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I think that easily gets to 20, 30 if it's available on all consoles. How crazy would that be? I think it, I don't. Nintendo doesn't really think like a business. Uh, you know what though? Maybe that's why it's. They can make more money off of selling it later again and again and again because they're, it's got like that prestige. It's the reason why games don't go down in price. You can get Breath of the Wild came out with a console, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you could still get like 50, 60 bucks for that game. Yeah, okay. Like I've seen it at EB Most Wanted still. Like the one of their games where it's games, that once a game released on PlayStation or Xbox, like three months later, it's off that Most Wanted list. And <laughs> it's this is $29.99. Like, yeah. So, no, Nintendo's games always hold their value. They're, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it'll be an interesting future. Um, you know, 2019, I don't think, or 2020, I don't even think it's going to be the year we see it. I think, honestly, if there's going to be a change with Nintendo, I would say by 21, 2021, 22, uh, where it's been three, four years that the Switch has been out. And, you know, if if, again, this is the way that the future of gaming is going and these next console generations are going where it's going to be more streaming. Mm-hmm. I'll be really, I'm very curious to see what Nintendo's going to do. Cause I, I really don't think they have the infrastructure. I don't think they have the capabilities of competing with streaming. Their online is it's archaic. It's, it's yeah. like, it's, it's bad, but 
that that'd be a great stipulation if you wanted a nintendo game on your console you have to make like cross console uh support like you have, you have to be able to play if i have an xbox or you have a playstation you should be able to play together that'd be a great stipulation mm. and it'd be great if the next consoles like have discord built into them that would oh. be great that's the one thing i thought like just so you could do the cross-platform play and i don't have to join your playstation party chat like an alternate chat service would be great for each console so you can talk with people on pc or whatever it is because that's the that's the future you know what once you start trying to segregate people, it's just, you're just hurting your system, I think, at a certain point. Yeah. Like Anthem. There'd be more Anthem sales right now if you can play, if I can play on my One X or my PC and I can play with you. Yeah. Because you're getting a PlayStation. You don't have any, you're not going to buy another console because you didn't buy any other consoles. So <laughs> for me, no. And but, I'm, I got a 1080 Ti. I'm not playing that on console when I can crush it on PC. And, true and story. That, that is true because I was talking about this before we started recording, but, uh, you know, friend and, and companion to the show, Aiden, mm -hmm. is going to get Anthem on PC. I have a pre-order for PlayStation. We can't play together. And now he's debating, well, if you're going to get it, maybe I'll get it on PlayStation as if well. So that means gonna he's going to play it twice, if, if pay twice. If he doesn't, I'm probably not going to get it because I have no one to play with. And that's so not a game I want to play by myself. So three copies of or one in this situation. In this scenario, yeah. And again... When it comes to power, this really sucks. Uh, I they, they just kind of uh, they put out an article, uh, Bioware, that it's Anthem is not going to run 1080 and 60 on Xbox One X or PS4 Pro, which sucks. The graphics, like especially the one that he just recently showed at the Nvidia event, I think it was, mm -hmm. uh, with the ray tracing. I'm like. Yeah, there's no way consoles like my PC is gonna struggle to do something like that. And it's it is gorgeous because like, the ray the tracing graphics look really good. Yeah, we've been seeing the ray tracing, which is immaculate. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm sure. So uh, no, hey, I, well, I'm very curious to see what Nintendo does. Very curious again to see what uh, the future of gaming is going to be. 2019 is going to be a good indicator, I think, of what uh, the next five, six years are going to be. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have any thoughts, questions about what we talked about today, uh, you know, games coming out in beta, should that be, you know, early access games are now becoming the norm. You got Fallout 76 uh, leading the pack here. Um, and then do you think Nintendo is going to go console-less in the future? Let us know. Check us out on Instagram at Gone Gaming Podcast and as well our website at ltdpotential.com. Obviously, at this point, you're listening to us anyways, but you can get us on Apple uh, Apple Music, Google Podcast, yeah. and I'm sure a few other podcasting Podcast, yeah. services out there. So, um, and I'm gonna try to make uh, make up for the last year resolution I broke, which is putting it on YouTube. I'm gonna. <laughs> That's what resolutions are made to do, man. Yeah, to break. To break. <laughs> So, hey, remember, people, resolutions are made to be broken. Oh, wait, that's the wrong podcast. <laughs> wrong one. But uh, no, guys, thanks for joining. Uh, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. And uh, at this point, I think we're gone gaming. <laughs>